0: This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information.
1: Hello, welcome to 3 Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. Another five-goal game at Ashton Gate between City and Huddersfield, but this time City are on the losing side as Fortress Ashton Gate is breached. Matt is here with me at 3Peeps HQ. Um, Matt, we're going to have a curry this evening. The plan was to have a curry out al fresco. Well, not not al fresco, but out of my house. Um, But with the current climate, that's all fallen to, to rack and ruin this <laughs> it's there? all gone to <laughs> to <pot. yes. laughs> so um so we, we we've decided to carry on with the with with having a curry but um at my house at your
0: house rather than the uh the establishment in ashton
1: absolutely yeah. so um
0: so matt it's a disappointing afternoon
1: again really isn't it
0: yeah very um three two if you've not seen the game might you know you, you might look at the scoreline and think oh that was an entertaining game in close game it really wasn't Um, We were second best for me throughout the afternoon, apart from probably the first minute. (laughs) Um, And yeah, Huddersfield, much the better side, played the ball um, in a way that I'd like to see us play. And yeah, it was a a comprehensive 3-2 win and and a very disappointing afternoon. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So the, the, the three words from Lee were Jekyll and Hyde.
1: Uh, what, like what he's done there, yeah, it's very clever. Um, the starting lineup. Um, so it was as expected in terms of formation. No real change there. The the three four one two formation. Um, but Benaru's coming in for Callum O'Dowder. Your your thoughts on that and having two non non-wingbacks as wingbacks?
0: Yeah, I mean the the, the Callum one. Um, Nigel Pearson said as much in his his sort of um, post match. Um, Media sort of commitments yesterday. I was a little bit surprised because I've seen social media footage of, of Callum in Edinburgh with um, with Taylor Moore, which you know if you're carrying an injury is travelling to Scotland. You know necessarily the, the the best thing to be doing, but you know that aside, I think Callum's been one of our shining lights over the last few weeks. So it's disappointing, but for the life of me, um, as much as I like Ben why on earth you pick a, a a creative number 10 um, which is where he spends a lot of his, his sort of youth football in that left wing back position mm. when you've got Jada Silva and Campring on the bench I just I don't understand it and for so many years we talked about Lee Johnson playing players you know round pegs and square holes and and vice versa for me it was just a, a shocking decision and you know it, it, we'll talk about the game. I'm, I'm not going to say he was massively at fault or didn't do himself justice, but he's not. He's not a wing back. Yeah, I mean, both it makes no sense. Both
1: Alex Scott and Belarus both got caught out at times. Yeah, both defensively, but going forward looked dangerous. So, I understand wanting to have him on the pitch, but if it's at the if it's at the um, you know, the risk of conceding goals, yeah. Then it uh, clearly has to be looked but,
0: at, you know. And, and we were talking about it with a few fans after the game, weren't we? We, we? we sort of stayed around a little bit and went in the sports bar. It's it's one of those things where we're kind of saying with Alex Scott, for example, he did okay, but you're you're allowing him the fact that he is a player playing out of position mm. who's done okay, and actually, probably if he was. A natural right wing back, we might be looking at that slightly differently and saying he got caught again. Mm. So you know you're, you're having to make excuses, and maybe Alex Scott, I can understand because I don't know. I mean, George Tanner was an option, so actually I'm yeah I'm going to say I don't understand that because George Tanner should have played, especially in view of the fact that Alex Scott came off last week. Mm. You know, but yeah, the 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 Iman Benaruus one, um, and it's not a reflection on him at all. No. It's a reflection on the manager. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, okay, uh, let's get into the game then So it was a, a rocket start And that was Bristol City of old You know, we'd always get a chance, wouldn't we In the first five minutes And had to take it Otherwise you might not see one again for the yeah, whole yeah. half And and they take it So it's great closing down from Scott and Semenyo On the edge of the 18-yard box And Semenyo gets free Pings a ball over low and hard And Vyman's in the right place at the right time to slot in And uh, congratulations to Andy Vyman on the birth of his child this week. I expected to see a Bebeto celebration, but it was a thumb in the mouth, I think. Oh, uh, was that? I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I hadn't
0: seen that um, that news, so yeah, congratulations. Yeah. But great. I mean, as you say, great closing down, um, pressured it. Semenyo played the, you know, m- maybe we, we had a discussion, didn't we, last week about where was his best position, um, playing wide like that, and, and he played a perfect ball across, and it was just one of those that Weimann was never going to miss it, was mm. it? So brilliant start um and you're thinking this could be a game where we really stamp our authority <laughs> I genuinely thought this could be a three four 0 yeah. comfortable afternoon playing some decent football yeah um but no it was a, it was a bright opening you can't you know can't be critical. yeah of that. you
1: do think that and then then on the other hand if you think we'll sit back now and we'll defend this yeah, yeah. Uh, and lo and behold sixth minute benaru seemingly caught out Huddersfield break and win a penalty after a coming together with Zach Viner, but Bentley saves Matt.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Um, Trino, we've, we've, you've had on the the main podcast, sits next to me. Um, I was sat in my seat when. So initially, I'm giving Zach Viner a few choice Deltas. words. Well, because <laughs> it was a challenge, I didn't think he needed to make like that, mm. um, and I've not seen it back, so I might be wrong. And he's at the complete opposite end of the pitch. Yeah. But I said to Tring, um, I just don't rate Dan Bentley when it comes to penalties. Um, but <laughs> did ironic, you watch, did you watch it? I, I did, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I watch opposition penalties, right, never okay. watch our penalties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was interesting because um, Bent pointed to the left where he was. He was stood oh, obviously, he? Okay. and he was pointing. And Danny Ward, um, who I think was from, um, had been on. He was at Cardiff last season from Rotherham, I think, but. Um, it was good mind games from Bentz, and he, he pointed yeah, exactly where he's saying to, to kick it, and, and Ward duly obliged, and Bentley made a really good save. Yeah, um, it was it was it wasn't a bad penalty. No, no, it was over in the in the
1: corner. It's,
0: it's one of those patches, isn't it? The, I think bad penalties are always the ones that um you know the, the the kind of keep or the good penalty is rather mm. send the keeper the wrong way yeah, yeah it's a good penny and actually it's probably not a good penny it's just the keeper's gone the right the wrong like way
1: that, like that one for that sterling scored
0: in the week for yeah. his 100th premier league goal just dinked it down the middle didn't he? yeah um but you know credit to bent and and again the crowd i think what was it eighteen thousand given i yeah, mean I, i'd more love like, to know more the like true attendance yeah um and it's it was a debate again we were having in the sports bar is that we know that you, you give the attendance based on season ticket sales, etc. But it would be nice to know what the actual yeah. foot fold is within it. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, good point. Um, but it was a, you know, a, yeah, a good save. The crowd were right up for it, and again, that made you think, oh, this is our afternoon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, tenth minute again,
1: another another piece of play that picks the crowd up. It was two successive blocks from Matty James. Yeah um in the middle of the part which you know shows great commitment and also shows a team with with desire. Um and then to on the twentieth minute, Andy Weiman almost threw, but there's another opportunity just after that, which Semenyo gets his shot away and it's just wide. And again, great to see the shots coming in. Yeah, was that
0: the one where um Semenyo kind of controlled it on the volley almost and hit a first time yeah. one or that might have been later. I don't know if it was that one, but yeah, I think so. If it was great great bit of skill. And I, I, I have to say, going back to what I said last week, I thought Semenyo looked a real threat down the middle. Um, a number of times, I, I love the way that he sells a dummy when he's got his back to the the, the goal and the defenders up him. He he will send a, a mm. sort of dummy and he comes away with the ball. And I, I you know, to be fair, although I, I said at the start it wasn't great, you know, we we were doing okay. We were showing some mm. nice stuff, but a lot of the football was being played by Huddersfield. Um, they're number eight. I'm going to have to look while we're talking now. Mm. Um, I thought he absolutely ran the show. Yeah, um, which you know,
1: yeah, it's good opening, good opening twenty minutes. Um, there, after the goal, as we say, there there were some chances which I haven't noted and some good attacking play from. From Huddersfield, and you can see that, that it was almost a bit of a, an immediate wake-up for him mm. conceding that goal so early. Twenty-fifth um, minute, a chance for Semenyo well worked, gets a shot on target, and keeper saves. So yeah, might be might be one of those we just spoken about. Then Scott gives the ball away. Benarous gets the wrong side of his man, and Scott concedes a corner. Um, and City come forward, and Viner gives the ball away. So there is a couple of incidents within the space of a minute where three individuals. Of giving the ball away. And so often on the podcast this season, Matt, we've we've um, had a moan at those simple
0: passes and not been able to find men. Yeah. Um and again for me that comes down to coaching and it comes back down to what we're working on during the week. Um and they weren't difficult passes. they not worldy passes. No, they they really weren't. Um and there were a few few times where Rob Atkinson got the ball. Um, at, at either whether he'd won it or the ball got knocked back to him. And, and he just hit an aimless ball forward mm. that was with yeah. no and You could see, direction, the, no you could see Pearson ball. was yeah. upset at that. And, and I, I get that. And, you, you, you know, do you blame the manager for that? I mean, he'd like to think they're not coaching that. But I just don't understand that. Rob Atkinson's a decent footballer. Um, but, yeah, it's... Zach Viner... For every good pass, he hits three or four poor passes. The two youngsters, they're exactly that. They're two youngsters, but they should still look after the ball. It's almost like they, because they train on a different pitch,
1: mm. and they, and I think when we when we had Dan Sparks on on the podcast, the head groundsman, I'm sure he said that the pitches were the same. The Ashton Gate pitch and the the pitch they train on yeah. were the same. You know, uh, designers yeah, uh, name yeah, of yeah. Uh, so, but it's almost like they they haven't judged the pass correctly, and it's holding up yeah too much or something like that. So yeah, that's it was quite frustrating. And, and as as a as a fan watching when they when those simple passes don't come off and you lose possession, it's uh, yeah, it's it's tough.
0: tough it's to one watch. of the things with 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 Benerish that I do like is that he does look after the football a little bit better. He's he's not one of those who's particularly wasteful. Whereas I do mm. think with Zach, like I say, he, he gives away far too much possession. Okay,
1: um, 37th minute now. Um, so I'm sitting in the Lansdowne stand and there was a, there was a pa- passage of play for about a minute where it was literally ping-pong between us, between them, and it was like watching Downs League football. No offence yeah. to the Downs. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like that for a solid minute. James then plays a neat ball forward to Martin, who's then, again, Martin, who is passed to Semenya, is unsuccessful.
0: Yeah, that was the one where he tried to thread it through, wasn't yeah. it? And it... And it it was one of those with him that um, it was over here. I don't think Semenyu necessarily spotted the run straight away or the ball straight away. I think Martin put it where he thought Semenyu exactly, should be. Yeah, and he, he wasn't there. And it, then, it, I mean, literally, the keeper has to just bend down and pick it up. But you've me? got to but look up and see yeah, where he is, is as opposed to where he I went into You know, I, I said a couple of weeks back, I, I think Chris Martin's quite an intelligent footballer. Mm. Today, a lot of what he did didn't come off. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know it's playing the right sort of ball and you, and you want them to be creative. But when you just give it away like that, actually play it out wide, take another touch and you know do something else with it. And we don't, we just surrender the possession. Yeah.
1: 40th minute, the equaliser comes. Huddersfield more and more dangerous and more quality coming forward. The goal scorer was in acres of space and he slotted it home with ease. I'm not quite sure how he had so much space in our 18-yard box, but
0: he couldn't miss really. No, again, it's, it was far end for us. Um, and, you know, it was, it, for me, it was incredulous thinking. Well, as he managed to, to sort of step into it, when I've watched it back, um, Callas basically anticipates a ball from him. Um, he thinks he's going to play it wide. So he, he then allows that space for him to literally open his body up and fire it past Bentley. Mm. But again, one of those where it was, I think, on 38, 39 minutes, um I was chatting to to Chris, the guy who sits to the side of me. (laughs) He is behind me, but I thought I'd go with the side. I was chatting to Chris and sort of said, you know, really, we need to look at extending this now. Let's get a goal before, you know, half-time, 2-0, great. Um, And instead, we're talking about them getting the equaliser. And it just went flat then, completely flat. Um, But it was one where, yeah, he's kind of waltz through the middle probably a, a better waltz than uh than rose and giovanni will do tonight
1: yeah so i think we're just watching it here now matt so it's a ball in but if you the watch Kalas, look he, he literally made that move so between um,
0: he's 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 a
1: good yeah. number of yards between callas yeah. and viner isn't but he?
0: great first touch but callas doesn't close the ball he's he, he goes wide anticipating the yeah
1: a real shame a yeah real shame yeah, I mean, and I know that was on the 40th minute, and um, you're looking always oh. to get to half time, aren't you, in the lead yeah. and take it through? But um, yeah, City then came forward shortly after. The ball is worked out wide to Roos, who gets a chance and slices wide. Yeah. And then Vyman, wasteful in possession. So we're we're putting the wasteful in possession about a bit. I mean, today.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> it's all over, and Vyman had, um, in that first half, he had one where. Um, Who was it he played it to? No, it was the other way around. Chris Martin played it. Was it Chris Martin who played the outside of the foot ball that Vyman got onto and scored, or vice versa in a a few games back? Um, So I'm not. But this time, Vyman ran through and he had a ball to play, gave it away, Mm. and then the one you're referencing gave it away really cheaply. And, you know, you, you, you want players to try things, but. You know, yeah. I've been critical of Tyreek. Do the basics well. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's it's still a basic pass. That wasn't a worldy pass, mm. and yet he doesn't make it. Um, and it was just too, again, it's it's too often in Nigel Pearson can talk about the qualities, and he's right. There isn't there just just isn't enough quality in this team. Mm. But surely they should be working on that. You know, there 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 are things that that's basic stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Halftime
1: summary from Rob. Where has Our high-pressing, high-energy game gone that we seemingly rented for one or two games and we were promised today, according to Nigel Pearson pre-game, very bright start but largely submissive after taking the lead. When will we learn that getting getting at a team is a better option? Let them worry about us and make life uncomfortable rather than affording them a chance to build something. Let's hope we start the second half like the first but then don't let up. Pring and Jada Silva for ben or Jada Silva for Benaroos to correct the obvious starting lineup error. Um, yeah, so Rob sort of uh, alluding to the fact that um with Benarus on the pitch and you've got Pring and Jada Silva on the bench, it's just
0: Well again I don't I don't know I've not watched enough of Iman to know does he have a, a favoured foot? My my initial reaction is that he's right footed. Um so again, playing a player who is more a creative 10 in his natural sort of game, mm. as a left wing back, made no sense. Now, you know, we we, um, we were led to believe yesterday, weren't we, within our WhatsApp group, that, that perhaps Cam Pring um, had an illness. Um, obviously that doesn't look like it was the case because he's mm. on the bench. Jada Silva's there and I know he's out of favour, but you've got two players who that's where they play. Mm. How must they feel yeah. being on the bench and De-mo- seeing De-mo-fee a young you number 10? Yeah, and I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I looked at the possession stats um, at halftime and, and they had 54% possession. We had th- uh, 36, 46. Mm. So, you know, I, and I actually thought they'd add more of the ball, if I'm honest with you. Um, and the difference for me, Patch, was that they they all looked comfortable on the ball. Huddersfield and they played at a pace whereas we didn't, and that that for me is the thing that is so missing in this team is other than potentially Semenyo, Vyman obviously runs around, but it's the pace that they play at the opposition. Yeah, absolutely. and I don't think we look a fitter team this year than we did
1: last year hmm. so. Anyone who was late back to their seat from uh, halftime would have missed this second goal for Sarah Harrisfield. Sarah Barnes, Charlotte Barnes. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just, I'm just playing it now. I, I was there. I was watching yeah. it. But um, it's a ball in from, from the right that Atkinson doesn't cut out yeah. um, into the striker who's got and, and the guy on the on the, who actually scores the goal has got absolutely acres of space and I think it's Alex Scott. Um, who probably should be a bit tighter, but yeah, we're just watching this one back now. Matt. Yeah, it's I a mean, good cut and it's a good finish through Alex Scott's leg into the into the far yeah, post. Yeah,
0: I mean it, it's a good strike, but it isn't really you know worldy. <laughs> no, and, and I think that's the difficulty. I think you've got when you're playing Benarus and Scott is that they are going to naturally go forward, and then you will get caught with the ball coming back. Mm. He got caught. Rob Atkinson, who had a torrid afternoon for me, um, didn't cut it out. But again, you know, looking at Alex Scott for that goal, he just doesn't get tight enough, does he? He just yeah. allows the shot. And there
1: was there was lots of shouts around me of offside and just watching it back there, he's not offside. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, that was more of a, yeah. a, a please let it be offside. <laughs> and,
0: and there's an element as well. Could Bentley have done better? It's well, not... It isn't the the the, the fiercest of struck shots. No, it's across him into the far corner. But I'm just a little bit oh. Yeah,
1: sorry for the silence. We are just watching it back yeah. again now. Maybe yeah. a bit
0: harsh, but do you know what I mean. It's not it in a rocket, is it? It's B-
1: Bentley's given given the a yeah. rocket. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, um, so we're two-one down. Fifty-second minute, a good move out from the back leads to a corner after a cross from Iman Benaruus. So that was that was a a well-worked ball out from the back, across. I think Matt James was involved. Yeah, uh, Viner was involved, and it was a well-worked opportunity. But um, yeah, the the cross goes in and it goes out for a corner. There's two corners. The first one was a really good corner from Alex Scott that was cleared, but was fed into a dangerous position. The second one, which wasn't such a great corner, actually actually led to an opportunity. So um, you know, interesting. I'm sure they're working on corners in training.
0: They are, but again, patched I mean Matty James took all of our dead balls, didn't he, earlier on? Yeah. Vary it. Yeah. You know, why why Doesn't you don't have to, don't have, to have Alex Scott on all of them? And I, I thought I don't I don't know what the stats were tonight, but say you took ten. Mm. I would say probably six or seven of those was great. Yeah. yeah And it's first man Yeah Which again as a fan Is so frustrating Yeah
1: Yeah so shortly after that Semenyo hits the post And a great chance Great opportunity Again good to see him Continuing to get the shots away And this one was You know Almost on target It rebounds into the danger zone But Huddersfield then break Off the back of that And after a block The ball bounces up And over And Huddersfield are 3-1 up So there was a slide in To try and block the tackle Sorry to block the shot but it's bounced up quite awkwardly at a decent height for the guy and he's just followed it into the net.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I was critical of Zach Viner. I didn't think he challenged Danny Ward with the header, but looking at it back, um, he's, I don't think he's got anything to, to be blamed for. It was, I don't know if it was Callas or, or Atkinson that tried to block the shot, mm. um, but yeah, it just loops up and, and Ward just has to get a header on it and it's in the back of the net. But it was, like you say, it's from our attack... And they just immediately break. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a, a game, ball, ball, ball out wide. A ball so out wide where benarus is all over. Um, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Is it Kalas that makes the Kalas challenge? Kalas gets but it, the block in. It's yeah. enough that it loops up. So just a perfect yeah. opportunity, isn't it? But. You're watching it back now it's it's from our shot yeah. it's crazy luck certainly not on our side for that one but
1: um yeah it was uh, it was Huddersfield in the momentum going forward yeah. so it's going to happen there, there, there's a change then um Campering comes on for Atkinson who you yeah, as you said wasn't having the best of afternoons but Pring playing left of the three center backs
0: yeah i i don't know i mean i, I don't know why we didn't potentially go four today at the back um I thought that's and what maybe what was happening with, yeah, I did. with him coming um, on. but we obviously we didn't. Atkinson did didn't have a great game today. Um as much on the ball and as I said, giving the ball away as as it was defensively. But but you know, again, you are bringing Pring on and actually he didn't he, he made an impact campering. Yeah um a number of sort of balls up the line that he played in crosses but it was a strange one in terms of that substitution to, to continue with the three. I didn't mm. get it. Um, I've noted here just a, a discussion point. Viner seems to be on the
1: long throws today.
0: Well, so, we, we talked about that. So we, we wondered whether... And I don't think Kalash took a single one. So whether he's got a strain or something, yeah. you would think he must have. Yeah. Um, but in fairness to Viner. They were as decent as Yeah, Calis, they were, you know. There was no different, really, yeah. was so it? So, again, vary it a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, 60th minute, well won by Benarus, who feeds Masengo and City win a corner, but it comes to no avail. But just, you know, we, we've called out a couple of things that Benarus maybe wasn't as good as today, but equally, it was a great tackle. He scooped
0: the yeah. ball up, and then we're on the attack. Go, going forward, I thought both him and Scott did okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, as I say, I, I, but I you'd like the way, that, you? exactly that. <laughs> I like the way that Benarus looks after the ball. Um, you know, I mean, how many how many games, how many minutes, even training, will that kid have played left wing mm. back in his his entire football yeah. upbringing? I'm not even talking career upbringing. I bet he's hardly ever played in that position. Yeah. So again, it just is a. a I don't know. It, it it feels a little bit like you're hanging out the youngsters to dry. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it, I just think it was, a, it was a poor decision by Nige. 63rd minute, a Viner diagonal ball
1: finds Martin. Must have been a good 40-yard pass. He cuts back to Benaroos, who feeds Masengo, who shot is parried straight out to Viman, but the defender gets in a last-dish tackle, and it's out for a corner. But a, a, a decent passage of play good, there, Matt.
0: Good move, yeah. I mean, in, in fairness, I've, I've sort of called Zach out, but it was a a good ball. And you, know, actually, he, and you know he's capable yeah, of Yeah, yeah, I yeah. actually thought when he hit it, he'd under-hit it. <laughs> but it was actually a perfect pass, wasn't it? Yeah. Um Byman and had Martin, Martin bring Martin it down well. controlled it really well. Yeah. Fed Benares, like you said. Fed Masengo. How desperate Decent are you shot. for Masengo uh,
1: to score a goal?
0: I'll be honest, <laughs> I actually thought today it was going to happen. Yeah. been it 3-1 down. There was a header I a still bit earlier thought, thought, as well. Yeah, yeah um, It
1: was on target. But, yeah. Uh,
0: um, and he did, I mean, he didn't have a great game handover, but... Yeah, I, I did feel today might be the day, mm. um, but that was a. It was a positive. I mean, you know, again, it's this wasn't a performance as bad as, say, Sheffield United was. No, there were there were some good moments going forward, but it wasn't still wasn't a good performance because Huddersfield played some decent football, but I don't I don't necessarily think they're a great side. I mean, they were three points above us, so mm. they're not a great side because mm. we've been rubbish most of the season. So. That shows where it was, but yeah, it was. It got a little bit end to end basketball kind yeah. of game, didn't it? And yeah. we probably played some of our um more dangerous attacking football at 3 1 down, but I didn't. we yeah, got no option really, yeah. It was, it was that, but I didn't <laughs> feel like it was one of those the crowd gets behind and we're really going for it. It just seemed to develop into that, yeah. And, you know, I, I, didn't, I still didn't think we were going to score, I've yeah.
1: got to be honest. Shortly after that, a shot from Semenyo goes wide. And then on the 70th minute, the game is stopped for five minutes. Um, it appears that bottles or something was thrown onto the pitch, you near know, the corner flag, when um, Huddersfield had a corner. And I don't know what it was the first time, but it didn't look like a bottle. But obviously the Huddersfield player calls it to the ref, and the ref basically stops the game for a few minutes. Um, I think someone was shortly was ejected shortly thereafter, but yeah, not not nice to see. Seventieth um, seventy fifth minute, Semenyo breaks away, a neat through ball to Pring comes to nothing um, when the ball comes to Pring after a throw in, and then the cross is poor. So this is basically where Campring was coming into the game in in the in the left of, of three centre backs is getting forward quite a lot, and it was great to see those through balls and it was almost Semenyo putting it where he wanted Pring to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's that difference, isn't it? I mean, whatever level you play, but you've then got a natural left footer who doesn't need to take a touch and bring it back in or it not a very good left-footed shot. Mm. Cam Pring's naturally that. And, and I thought a number of times, not even with his crossing, the balls that he was playing up the line to Semenyo were, were very good. So,
1: yeah. Mm. 81st minute, a well-worked shot for Beno Um, but City trying to walk it in I I felt there was a few opportunities to shoot and how many times have have you just seen it bounce into someone on the edge of the box and you just just have a whack and it it actually Calas did and it (laughs) went Well,
0: well have you noticed as well we tend to do that when you hear the fans going shoot yeah yeah I don't know how many times I've ever been at a City game where you've heard fans go, shoot, and it's been on target. <laughs> it tends to do exactly what happened with Calas, doesn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Hanno Masengo
1: comes off. Naki Wells comes on in the 81st minute, Matt. Yeah. Um, Probably a little bit too late. I know we've got five, six minutes of injury time, so he's got 15 minutes to affect the game. But how many times has that happened to Naki Wells this season where he's only had 15 minutes to affect the game?
0: And where did he play? yeah exactly so he won't playing down the middle he's playing you know on the left so Mm -hmm. yeah I again there are it it was a strange one today Um, I always feel a little bit that that Nigel Pearson's kind of a bit bullish and you know we are where we are and I've I've not seen his interview it'd be interesting to see what he says but we are where we are we've got what we've got and it feels almost like he, he settled for that and he's making these sort of decisions Play players in the right position. If you're bringing Naki Wells on, bring Naki Wells on and play him down the middle. Hmm. Whether you know, and we've had debate about it. Whether he is going to be the striker that gets you the goals you need, who knows? But he certainly isn't a wide player. Yeah. So it's just a waste of a move for me. Yeah. 85th
1: minute, Semenyo crosses hard and low, but it beats everyone. So again, creating opportunities. But right no, across the face of yeah, the goal, was not it? Yeah. No one on the end of it, even beat the Huddersfield players as yeah. well. 88th minute, Pring crosses deep, and Wells heads over. It was a bit of a half chance. It was a, a little bit behind yeah, Wells, yeah. but he still does, you know, still manages to get his head on the ball. Um, 92nd minute, a shot from Martin. This time is on target, um, and then yeah, we're just gonna pl- hit hit play now and and see see our third goal, uh, which was announced as a Semenyo goal, but was actually um, Andy Byman. It's Semenyo who gets cross in and it's a good finish to be fair from Andy Vyman yeah it? it
0: is I mean it's um, it's a
1: little bit too
0: little too late but yeah, it's yeah. I mean it's, I think it was literally the last knockings wasn't it but yeah, yeah I mean it's a good it's, little ball, ball in, in um, Benarus, I think yeah um, Semenya yeah crosses it and and Vyman's coming on to it just sort of out from the penalty spot and slots, yeah. slots it in so two, uh, two after, goals after saying oh. both <laughs> Semenyo yeah. assists, both Weimann goals. You yeah, we yeah. know, Weimann only scores. Two. He only scores in two, <laughs> doesn't he? I mean, I'd also say to Danzy, if you're going to do the commentary, um, watch watch the game, um, because how you get Antoine Semenyo mixed up with with Andy yeah. Weimann, I really don't know. So I'll, I'll put well, that down. And, to al- the, and also,
1: if if Weimann scores one, you know he's going to score two. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. should have been a given. Yeah. But. Uh,
0: but Matt, it's it's three
1: two. Um, it's you know it's not a three two game necessarily. And that's the
0: key thing for me, Patch. It isn't a three two game. Huddersfield were much the better team for me today. Mm. Um, again, the way they played football. Um, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't mean to sound like I'm going overboard. They they weren't um, top of the table, brilliant, but they kept the ball on the ground. Even though they've got Danny Ward, who's a, who's you know a, a relatively powerful centre forward, they weren't going long. Um, how many times again today did we play the ball back to Bentley from yeah. Bentley just to kick it upfield for it to then come back to us? Well, and and Atkinson as well. Yeah, and I mean, said so it first half in particular with Atkinson, he just hit aimless balls where Chris Martin or Antoine were just nowhere near it. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was. Excuse me, re- really, really frustrating. Okay, right. Let's get through some some
1: tweets. Um, so Robin over here is that Beth, not Ruth? It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I can't remember. Is it Beth or Ruth? It is Beth. It is Beth. Right. So Ruth says, "I hate that we're a team that lob it onto Martin's head for a flick on every single time." Um, so thank you to for that. Uh, Nigel Mitchell fans start. Sorry, fast start <laughs> and great to get an early goal. Huddersfield looked dangerous in every attack. Our wing-backs looking the part, but getting caught out too far forward on occasions when Huddersfield break. James having a very good game. So that's actually a halftime tweet. Um, Alex Rushby says, empty ground, fully think people would give it a miss with COVID so rife. So yeah, just to comment on the fact that it was quite Quite quiet today. Dean Allen, a full-time tweet here. Another disjointed display from Bristol City after a dream start. Strange team selection again with two young midfielders playing as wing-backs when the likes of Pring are on the bench. Showed some attacking endeavour but never really believed we'd get back into it. Then Nigel Mitchell at full time. Pretty shocking second half. Huffing and puffing, to be fair, some chances, but we are awful at the back and we don't offer much from midfield. So Menyo deserves credit up front, but I really don't see what Martin is offering us. Um, and one from Chris came in at full time. Bizarre team selection and bizarre tactics from Pearson today. Two supremely talented attacking youngsters and he plays them both at wing back. Scott has done all right there covering. But it's taking away his attacking influence, and with Tanner back, we should it should be back in. um, It should be Tanner, should be Tanner back in. Um, So yeah, a few tweets in there. Thank you very much um, for those. Uh, We're gonna take a quick break now, um, and we're gonna have our curry, Matt. And I think we'll come back, do the ratings, and then finish off there. Brilliant. So uh, it, it's not a break for you guys because we'll be back in like five seconds, but uh, <laughs> oh we'll, see, we'll see you after the break. Okay, so we're back after our curry and uh, a lovely curry it was, Matt. Very nice, yeah. Highly yeah. recommended. Yeah. I went for, as we said, the lamb karachi and you had the chicken, chicken biryani. Chicken yeah, yeah? yeah.
0: And uh, red rose in Downham. Even though I got the delivery wrong and yeah. <laughs> sent it to uh, my home address at Paul's for... Uh, Anything you may have heard when I couldn't uh, (laughs) speak to you on the phone. She's not listening to this, is she? No, she's not. No, there you go. Okay, let's come on to the ratings, Matt. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll be honest to say as well that um, we went in the sports bar afterwards, so I was talking to um, Ellie Louise Jones, who's a friend of the podcast that we've had on before, Mm -hmm. and who I'm on um, Jeff Twentyman's Sang of the City with on Monday night. Yeah. Um, And her dad, Steve. Um, and also Neil and Mike who were in there so we were chatting away and as I do I asked them their views on it so you calibrated it a little bit S- sort of yeah okay. although I very much have my scores in mind and we'll, we'll go through as we do so so the Dan Bentley one was an interesting one um, so I went five mm-hmm. because for me we've still conceded three goals Yeah. yes he's made a penalty save and made a couple of other good saves so there was an argument between us or not an argument but the calibration Heated. Heated, the I mean. calibration was you know <laughs> six was probably fair um the reason I went five was I still feel with Dan he pushes so many of those saves out in front of him and, and you from your uh your vantage point yeah. the Lansdowne saw me with one particular effort in the second half yeah and you could see me visibly yeah gesticulating
1: <laughs> in, in my head I, I saw the save I saw yeah. the saw the parry and I thought, I bet Matt is telling someone what he should be doing there. And I looked over, and lo and behold, he's
0: there the, diving across the seat. But it, I just, he doesn't seem to push shots wide, which, again, basic sort of goalkeeping that I've seen. And don't get me wrong, I think he's a fabulous goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I've kind of gone five, because that was where I was at yeah, mood-wise. you can't wise. Have six, and you
1: concede three.
0: Well, no, and he saved the pen, but, yeah, the the... Well, certainly myself and Ellie were, were very much in the five camp, whereas Neil, um, yeah, Neil and Mike were, yeah, I thought it was a six, but no, I think five, if you're happy with five. Yeah. Um, just going down in, in terms of the, the, the official sort of team sheet, Zach Viner. I, I really like Zach, I do, but I just don't think he's at championship level. Um, or is it playing in a three that... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, what is his position? Is it right back? Is it centre back? Is it... I think he's more a centre back than he is a right back. And okay. I suppose playing in a three, right of that three, is a, a bit of a mixture of both, isn't it? So yeah. maybe is a a, a a central two in a four. It might be his better position. But he does so many good things. You, you reference Patch, the ball that you played into vine, uh, to, um, mm, Martin. Martin was a lovely ball but he probably had four or five um, that didn't come off that you know and I I watched Nigel Pearson on a couple of them that you know he was really disappointed in listening to to Pearson's post-match which you've now done yeah press conference I kind of think is is Zach Viner one of the players he's talking about when he talks about that consistency of performance and not knowing what you're going to get Mm. and I think that's the case so I've gone. I've gone four for Zach, which might seem really harsh, but again, it's a, a defensive conceded three. Yeah, I didn't home. think he was great. Um, I'm sorry, and I did say I would reference it, Ellie, but Ellie gave him three. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought three was slightly harsh. But yeah, I, I think it's got to be a four. Um, yeah. From what I'd expect from from a, you know a championship defender, it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Thomas Callas, um we we talked about a patch, didn't we? In there, the Was he sort of you know our best player or I didn't think Thomas had the greatest afternoon as well and and I went five because I I expect a better performance from him as an experienced international. The the equalising goal, that bloke as I say sold him a bit of a a wrong and and he he went for a pass and it just opened everything up. Um, he did make a couple of really good challenges. Yeah, which that, you'd Expect there was that sort of meaningful sliding tackle.
1: Yeah, over in the you know, by me and the Lansdowne stand, that, which was
0: very Baker-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, the, but it, it was one, one of those, those that if you don't if you don't win it,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, but it was, I mean? it, was one, it was one of those that was a uh, come on lads. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't. I mean, as a and he for, got
1: the blocking for the third goal, but obviously that didn't yeah. help the situation in the end. For, but
0: for me. In terms of and I'm I'm looking at the three once, three one performance and where we were with that, hmm. the last ten 15 excuse me, last ten fifteen minutes um, was an improvement and we could see there were you know, we created opportunities, but yeah, I I, I just didn't think it was a great defensive performance today. And I think they're they're all culpable within that. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um Rob Atkinson it was a poor game from Rob. Um pulled off after fifty five minutes. Was it fifty five, was it, yeah. Um, and I don't think well it wasn't tactically was it because Pring comes on and plays in exactly the same position mm. so it's got to be a four um, yeah I won't say any more on that okay um, Alex Scott I think Alex is, is a tremendous player um, again listening to the, the post-match presser Pearson talks about Iman Benaroos Alex Scott and Antoine Semenyo um, as as being or putting, put, yeah. Putting in performances. I didn't think it was the greatest game from Alex Scott today. I didn't think his dead ball was anywhere near the levels that it normally is with him. Um, he did get forward, but I also thought he was um, culpable for the second goal. He didn't close the ball down at all. Um, he didn't get tight to the man. in something you've referenced so many times, Patch, on this podcast that It he seems to stand off and not. Oh no, it's George Tanner. I think we've talked yeah, about yeah. that in it. Sorry, apologies. Um, but Alex Scott did the same again, so it's a five for me, for Alex. Okay. Han Noah, um, five, did what Han Noah does, ratted around. Actually had one shot um, that the keeper saved, but it was straight down the middle. Then had a header after it, which I thought you probably should have done better with. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've gone gone five for, for Han Noah. Matty James... <sighs> I think Matty James was probably my man at the match. Yeah. Because he, you know, not, not just he put in a couple of really good blocks, but he, everything that seemed to go well in the first half went, went through him. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, is it a six?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's an expected Matty James performance. You don't expect yeah. Score, I don't you know, know if I expected, expected a little
0: bit more from him creative wise. Okay. Um, If it is a six, he's scraping a six for me. Okay, but we'll we'll go six as it was marred a match. Yeah, all right. I'm in Benarou's. It's really difficult one because this is a a lad, as I said, that can't have played in that position at all. Really. Yeah, the endeavour was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't didn't disgrace himself, but he got caught a couple of times. But he got caught because his natural intent is going forward. Yeah. Um, and he's—he's, he's, you know, we know that Callas isn't the greatest talker, so he's not talking him back in. Rob Atkinson is a young lad as well, but I did think when he moved into a more advanced role and and into that kind of ten or that floating role—that's a good point actually you make
1: there. Atkinson isn't a good talker, isn't a talker mm. either. I don't think. Neither is Callas. No. Viner probably is a little bit more. Yeah. Bentley is as a goalkeeper, so. You've got a young lad who's playing his first sort of four or five games as a
0: professional. You need someone to be talking you, to him all the time. You, it's like we talked about with Matty James and Han Noah. Han Noah's a better player when Matty James is long. Han Noah's not he a talks, talker either. No, he's not. No, absolutely. But Matty James talks him through, and mm. so that improves him. So so with Iman, I'm, I'm going to go six for Iman, And the reason I'm going six is because when I thought he got moved into his preferred position... He then started to really make things happen. Mm. He opened things up. N- a number of opportunities came through his creativity. Which again just begs the question, why on earth would Nigel Pearson start him playing him where he played him? It, it has it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um Antoine Semenyo, of the the attacking three, if you like, I know Vyman played slightly behind. Um, I thought Antoine looked the most likely threat, which is obviously a strange thing to say in terms of Vindman scored the two goals. But I did think that Antoine looked more like he was going to create something. He caused a few problems. I thought his touch early on was really good. Yeah,
1: got a few shots away, Got a didn't few he? shots
0: away, um, set up the goal with a, a really good ball across the box and probably was a performance that I expect from Antoine. Mm. So it's kind of a six, but I don't know that I want to give three players in that team today sixes. Mm. Um but you know I, I can't two, be overly critical to two it, assists so, again yeah, again yeah. desire so to do the right I, thing. I'll, I'll go six for him but it's a game one where it's scraping in. Um Chris Martin won actually a fair few headers and I, I again I keep we keep talking about it why we go long like we do and we rely on him winning the headers but he mm. did actually win a number of headers today he put himself about, bait but didn't didn't pose any kind of goal threat as your number nine yeah so it's got to be it's got to be a five and and I know there was even discussion of a four but I think a five is mm. and then lastly Andy Vyman, um you know he's he's got two goals so should, by by rights does that mean a six um, and they were two. I mean, the first finish, you know, I, I'm putting in 52 next year, massively <laughs> overweight, but I'm still scoring that. Um, admittedly, I would have been coming back from the previous attack or something, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, he's, in right place, he's, he's in the right place. He's in the right place. There's often second always a very good finish. Yeah, and how often um, have we
1: said about, yeah. you know, the ball's put across and there's nobody yeah. there? He was there. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so potentially, I guess it's, it's a six, but again, that, that's. In that, that's four players from that team today getting sixes, yeah. and I don't know that that was a performance where four players get it. So, so I
1: mean, it still brings the average down to five point one nine. Yeah. So, if you take into account what was Sheffield United a four point five, yeah, and then the la- the last game was a six point five or something. Like,
0: like you know, we got to be honest. If if we said before the start of the game. Semenyu, two assists, Vyman yeah. two goals. Yeah. You're kind of saying sixes, aren't you? Yeah. Um yeah, okay.
1: So yeah, it brings it down to five, as I say, yeah. just over five, which is probably accurate as a as a team.
0: But I think for all for all of them, James, Benaroos, Semenyu, and Vyman, they're they're scraping in yeah. sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could easily be fives and the the rest drop a mark down, but I don't I don't like to go a three unless I've seen an absolutely no. catastrophic, abysmal performance. Yeah. For okay. nine...
1: Yeah, nine... <sighs> <You're...
0: laughs>
1: if we could add add noises to the bingo yes. sheet, you're... Yeah. My huffing today,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, well, and I want to do night nine... Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we are, where we are, Matt. Yeah, we so, are, where yeah. we are. You know, it's... <laughs> the inconsi- I say like Ian Gay now, doing impressions, but it's the inconsistency in... He got it wrong. He got it wrong. The Benaroos decision was wrong. When you've got Campering and Jader Silva who are fit and on the bench, I, I don't get it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll throw in there. And again, because we were talking about it in the in the sports bar, Casey Palmer's not anywhere near this team. He was near, the, he was near, he
1: was near the bench physically. Was yeah, yeah, he was there, but he's
0: he's not um, he's not in the 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 sort of eleven on a day like today if Casey Palmer doesn't make the bench, Casey Palmer's just not in Nigel Pearson's plans, is he? No. Um, and it, it, I don't know, it, it's it's one of those, I, I put in our WhatsApp group, I listened to a, another podcast in the week under the Kosh, um, which has got certainly one ex-pro in John Parkin, who a lot of the listeners will know. Um, and... X-Tram is was he? Uh, he big he, guy. he was about yeah he was a yeah. big guy yeah he, he, I can't he he's played, he's played sure all sorts Trump of here. levels yeah. yeah um and they had Matt Mills who's a defender that played for Notts Forest Leicester and he was talking about when he was at Leicester and and the run in the app and Nigel Pearson and I'm not, not going to go on it on our podcast um, you know listen listen to it but it it again there was a couple of comments in there about making players train with the youth team and. Telling players how they weren't for him and stuff, and it and it just made me think. I hope that he's still not that style of manager. I hope that he's realised he needs to change and get the best out of it. And some of what gets said after games about where we are, where we are, and we know what we need to do with the transfer. We we've got to be realistic, despite what we as fans might want. We know the figures. Steve Lansdowne talked about it. The figures are gonna be absolutely catastrophic in terms of revenue loss. Horrific, worries. horrific was his words, Worry wasn't it? Worries. Yeah. Which when you're you talking about that and then financial fair play comes into the equation because of the Webster and the Kelly sales being what three years ago next season. So again, we're we're not gonna make lots of transfers, I wouldn't think, unless we get, you know, we can get players out. And maybe you might be able to do deals with with Casey Palmer or Jada Silva or Naki Wells. You said Patch, didn't you? Um if I gave you a million, yeah, you know, what what would you spend it on? And it's is a question. I mean, I, I said for me it was dependent on Joe Williams, but but a midfielder that can really stamp their authority in there. And then a, a striker and I've always talked about going for a, a physical Famara type number nine, but actually I I think it's pace, it's pace that we need. And if that if that pace comes with a physical number nine, then great, but that was the difference for me today with um, with Huddersfield. They had pace all throughout <laughs> their team. Yeah, they attack so quickly, and we don't. We're so laboured.
1: Just to say, John Parkin didn't play for Tranmere. Um, Hundred appearances for Preston was the most, and actually eighty four for Preston, Forest, yeah. Forest Green. Yeah, 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 More recently,
0: yeah. He talked about it when he, um, actually um, Matt Mills was at Forest Green as well. Oh, okay. But it, it you know, like I said, I don't. It's it's one player and and. I was reading today Frank Fielding's. There was a, an article, I think from the Athletic. I might be wrong, but it, mm. it, the Bristol Live reported on it, where Frank Fielding was talking about Lee Johnson's man management style being right. not, you know, necessarily the greatest, and how he told Frank numerous times that he wasn't for him and to look for another club. He talked about Sean O'Driscoll and the fact he was his words terrible, and that Steve Cottrell was everything you want as a player. Because he was intense, but he loved his players and mm. got the best out of them. He also said that he didn't speak to them for a number of days at times. <laughs> um, but it's it's what it's what we want. And you know, we were, were we spent half an hour in the sports bar afterwards talking to some, some great people, and we're all just disappointed. We all we all want it to work, but at the moment. I'm I'm sat there at times yeah. thinking I'm bored. Everyone's just
1: so deflated at the yeah. moment with the with the situation going on around us. Absolutely, um, and it's Chris- Christmas coming around the corner. You just want something to celebrate, something to be proud of with the team, don't you?
0: Yeah, you do. And and that's the good point you make about what's going on around. Obviously, we were told about arriving early today because of the COVID protocols. Um, I have to say, and and this isn't an attack on Bristol City at all, because I'm sure this is the same up and down the country, but I see no value whatsoever in saying, show me your COVID pass or your lateral flow result or whatever, and nobody knows whether that's you as an individual that's showing that. So I've shown mine today, Patch, and I could have sent you a photo of mine, Mm. and you could have shown it, and no one would have known. There was no tying up that COVID pass, which has my name on it, with a photo ID or a credit card or whatever. Yeah, I um, mean, I, that, you you saw someone walking. Yeah, I guess that refused could be to
1: show protocols placed upon 100%. them. Hundred percent, and that's you know, I, and I don't meeting know meeting the re- requirements. Yeah. Who knows? And,
0: and it feels as though maybe that's what we were doing, meeting the requirements. But yeah. in truth, if we're going to do something like that, then do it properly. You know, today, for example, we've done that, but the security that we've had for the last two or three games wasn't there. We didn't have the checking of the bags. We didn't have the of the bags. We didn't have the security wand or whatever you want to talk it, you know, call it. Right. So again, I don't, I don't know. And that, like I said, that's that isn't an attack on Bristol City because I'm sure that is the same where the games were played up and down the country. But yeah. if we're doing it, then do it properly or don't do it at all because it had no value at all. Okay. Um, we are actually going to take a bit of a, a Christmas
1: break ourselves. Um, so there. As things stand, and you're subject to change, yeah. uh, there isn't going to be a Luton. Tranmere Tramier yeah, has Tramir on the mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, QPR or Millwall podcast um, because of well, Briggs is going to take a break basically, um, and I'm not going to be able to get to some of those games as well. So. Um, our next game, Matt, which we'll look ahead to yep. just for fun, yep. is going to be the Fulham FA Cup for match. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's a break from the league. It is. It's a chance for people like Max O'Leary to get a game. I would have thought. Um, Tommy Conway, who was on the bench today, which was great to see. Maybe he will get a chance up top. Um, and who else? Who else might might maybe get an opportunity?
0: Well, I'd like to think the recruitment team have done what they need to do, and if we have got some money, or financial fair play allows, that we've got players coming through the door 1st of January. Um, I don't expect that to be the case whatsoever. Um, but if not, yeah, I mean, I, I think certainly Tommy Conway, um, you'd be looking at. Don't if Robbie fit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You'd be looking at Naki Wells. Andy um, King, maybe, coming in. Andy King. Who knows whether Nigel Pearson sees Taylor Moore coming back? I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know you've got the whole situation with Nathan Baker Do we need another centre half is if if Rob, Rob Atkinson's form is like it is if Zach v- Viner's form is like yeah. it is you know I don't know that it, that Taylor's the answer but have you heard any more about Nathan Baker it all seems no. to have gone a bit quiet yeah. a bit worrying um, Nigel Pearson said something the other day didn't he about him not being available because yeah. he's still doing various tests I mean stuff, you, which... you
1: you called it when we spoke about the injury at Sheffield United yeah. and said now that he's had two concussions in the space of three weeks, surely that's you know something well, to play into that. Yeah,
0: you would think so, wouldn't you? And that's always going to be the case with Nathan. He's ne- he's never. I mean, he's, he's he's in his thirties. I think he's mm. never going to change his style of play. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting one. The Fulham game uh, again. Talking with with other fans, I don't think the club have got the pricing right for that. Um, for me, in the, the quit a kid thing is something we've been asked. Brilliant. Maybe, but, Speaking but, about, but, like but we we sort of said today. So it, it, for me in the south stand, it's twenty three pound as an adult. Mm. Now you could have gone nineteen pound for an adult, pound for quid a kid, twenty quid. And if I, I haven't got any kids, Um but twenty's you know, plenty, it, tw- as say. Tw- t- yeah, but that sort of thing. <laughs> but 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 really, in a cup game like that, if you've got the likes of, and I can't think who it is that are playing Arsenal. I knew it's playing Everton, but I think they're both charging fifteen quid. I know so many fans who are saying, I'm not going to go. I, I dread to think what that crowd will be. And that would be a
1: true crowd as well, wouldn't well, Exactly, because there's, no there's no season tickets. tickets.
0: And you sort of think, well, if, if we'd have gone for that 15 quid, and, you know, the football isn't great. So doing something like that, you've, you've priced yourself out of, and it's not like you're playing a Prem team. You're playing a Fulham, yeah. who, all right, admittedly a top of the league, but it's not an attractive draw is it no and I said that
1: about the FA Cup draw and I've always said it it, 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 you should almost outlaw same division matches because so many times you see the draw and you think well what's the point in two Premier League teams playing each other and two Championship teams you know I'd I'd love to play either you know ideally a Premier League team or a League One team or even you know even lower than that but um but the there you go yeah. absolutely well, but it is
0: yeah, yeah I, I, again you know I, I think we get a lot of things right but got to call it when when i don't think we are and, and that for mm. me is i think we've got the pricing completely wrong now
1: okay all right well um let's finish there then Matt. i mean thank you it's been a it's been a long year well it has
0: it been a long year but it's also been a really quick year I, honestly, I, I said to, to Trina today, I can't believe it's next Saturday. is Christmas Day. No, I, no, it's I don't crazy. know where the year's gone. Absolutely. I think Obviously, it's because we hope of you know, the situation and yeah, and we hope that that you know think things improve. But mm. you know, at the time of we're recording this, it it feels as though every Premier unreal, League game was cancelled yeah, today or postponed. I as think you say. I saw something today with the EFL talking. You do worry that we're heading for. Some kind of, of lockdown, but but like I say again, if you're not if you're not going to enforce it mm. and make sure that the the people that are saying they've had the test and they've had the passes, there's the right people, it isn't going to improve, is it? Because all you've done today, like I said, is showed a piece of paper or somewhat on your phone. So I will tell you what, though, next week. As it stands,
1: there is this watching the training, isn't there? Um, Yes. Live at Ashton Gate. I can't believe that will go on. As it stands, Um, which is less than 10,000 people, so there won't be the checks, but, you know, let's see. So that that might happen next Wednesday. I know the game that was up at the um, High Performance Centre has been... called off right, okay. at the request of the visiting team which was I think that was Ipswich wasn't it yeah Ipswich, Ipswich. Yeah. yeah so um, so yeah but anyway I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's, who's listened yeah. this year and supported the podcast and told their friends and all of that stuff thanks to our sponsor uh, Paul Archer at the Nexus Group who, um, I think, that was that this year he took over the sponsorship, February this yeah, year? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so.
0: Um, like, again, though, could, if you'd said to me last year. Yeah, last I don't year, know. So, they all, apologies, Paul. but They've all rolled yeah, into one. Great. Stuff, um, yeah. I will say as well, talking about yeah. listeners and stuff. So Craig Craig Barnes, who's one of the guys um, who I've known for years, sits with me. And you've met his sisters, Charlotte and Sarah. Okay, yeah. Paul yep. knows. Craig listens to it every week. Charlotte and Sarah, who I've known since they were (laughs) seven and four, openly admitted to me today that they they download it and they retweet it, but they don't listen to it. Is that because they listen to your commentary all through the game? Maybe there's (laughs) that to it. But I have said, I cannot believe it. And even Trina, who's even been on your main show, admits to listening to bits. So come on. Yeah. So I think, Try not commentating on the game during yeah, the game. Yeah. And
1: then they might tune they in. They might do.
0: But they have promised me now if I mention them they would listen uh, tomorrow. So Brilliant. We'll see. But yeah, well, no, you know, we we do it for we've had some fabulous comments, on not we? Absolutely. And, and also obviously the guests that we've had on as well. Yeah. Um I saw Adam Gould today. Um so it's good to see him and you know, that's why we do it, isn't it? So Yeah, brilliant. So a big happy
1: Christmas to everyone who listens to Three Peeps in a podcast. Regular show, bonus show, Robin's reunited. There's more coming next year. So stay tuned and uh, we'll be back soon. Take care, everyone.